0: Of the Speaking of Tangents podcast, a podcast for your ears, season two, I can't even remember what I said, it's been so long. Anyway, my name is Jason.
1: Hey, I'm KJ, and we are back, and we start off this episode reviewing what we've been doing in the past month in Week in Review. And then we take the first Quizlet from our Quizmaster, Bob Walsh.
0: After that, we'll talk about some recommendations, like stuff on Netflix. And when I say like stuff on Netflix, I mean, we only pretty much talk... Well, not pretty much. We only talk about stuff on Netflix. But hey, if you have Netflix, it's free. I mean, you pay for it, but it's not going to cost you any extra to watch these shows if you have net. Well, it may cost you your sanity.
1: And we'll wrap it all up with feedback, including an important announcement about feedback Because we're going to be changing that portion of the show. So be sure to pay attention to that announcement about feedback in feedback. Or don't. All that, plus several conversational tangents.
0: In a week, Week. things happen.
1: Yes, they do.
0: And now we'll review.
1: Yes, we will.
0: Those things that happen
1: the things that happen
0: it's the speaking of tangents week in review what is up this week month year uh century millennium how long
1: has it been it's been since last year I mean,
0: an entire year. Good
1: must be up. It's 2019. Something good must have happened so far in this year,
0: Um, right? I'm going to say, not really.
1: Yeah. Uh, It's been about what four weeks? I don't know.
0: I literally have no idea.
1: I don't either. I think it's been it's been four weeks. I'm just going to go with four weeks.
0: Yeah, feel free to use that soundbite out of context.
1: I literally have no idea. Oh shoot! Mm. Now I just gave myself. Yeah, you just did it too. (laughs) oh gosh what is it so it's 2019 yes um good is up i think i know i am finally i have been sick um i got sick the day after christmas and it has been hanging on way too long i don't know if you can hear it in my voice still i can certainly feel it so we'll see how long my voice lasts this morning hashtag
0: Um, sad christmas
1: Yes. It, it That's an Christmas was people, great some people. Oh, okay. Well, Christmas okay. was great for me, but then the day after Christmas it all started going downhill. <laughs> and half of we were all in Iowa, my whole family was in Iowa from all over the country, and half of us got sick and the other half didn't. Isn't that interesting? Um Why didn't everybody seems about get right.
0: sick?
1: 50-50. Yeah. Well, why didn't everybody get sick? The, all the germs were there.
0: Well, I mean, were these people that were sick and not sick kissing on each other? No. Well, then that's probably why.
1: It started with my six-year-old niece who was sick. And you know how six-year-old hands go everywhere.
0: It always starts with the kids.
1: Yes. So anyway, I am still getting over that. And I'm safe to say I'm sick of it.
0: Sick of being sick? Yes. Yeah, my daughter's sick at home today from school, so...
1: So hopefully been, you don't get it from her.
0: Oh, I've, I've been kind of in and out of colds for, you know, the last month myself.
1: It I just can't shake it. And as I'm getting older, I have found out that it takes forever. Either that or it's just a really bad bug. I'm hoping. I'm going to
0: say a little bit of this, a little bit of that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So what about you? How was your month? Month in review, I guess, is what this is. Um... Been, I literally
0: cannot remember half the stuff that I've done in the last month.
1: Well, we had we only really planned to have the week after Christmas or the week of Christmas off, I believe.
2: Mm-hmm. And then that we, is each
1: of us had circumstances that caused us to not be able to record, one of which for me was my furnace died. Just yeah, conked out. Yeah, that's bad
0: out. in Minnesota in the winter time.
1: Yes. And um the day the morning the day that we usually record, the guy was here installing the new furnace, so that wasn't going to work. Yeah. Even on the podcast wing, you could still hear a lot of banging if I did that, so.
0: Yeah, it must be pretty loud to reach across those 40 acres.
1: I know. Uh, but you know what? This. Uh, tell me if this is suspicious to you. So, yes. three weeks before we-
0: You mean to me or to people at the, the <laughs> general, like, normal level of suspicion? To you. It's always suspicious oh, okay. to me.
1: Normal level of suspicion.
0: Okay, let me reset my parameters. Okay.
1: Are you Go. set? All right. So three weeks before our furnace died, we've lived in this house for three to four years. I can't remember. Somewhere in there. And the furnace is the original furnace. So it's, it's on its last leg because the house was built in 1994, I think. So it's, the furnace has lasted beyond what it was expected to last.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So we decided it's time to get a tune-up. You should get a tune-up. You're supposed to get a tune-up every, or service the furnace every year. Anyway, Correct. the guy comes in, and he said, well, it's on its last leg, but, you know, you never know when it's going to conk out. And we lived here for four years, and three weeks after he comes, the su- the furnace dies. Coincidence, QE, or suspicious?
0: Um, I'm going to say coincidence.
1: So you don't think and- he put something to try to get it to go so that we would hire his company to come in and b- give us a new furnace?
0: No. I think I've had this phenomenon happen, or this circumstance. It's not a phenomenon. I've heard this. <laughs> I've had this circumstance happen before on multiple things with stuff in a house or a car, you know, things like that, or you know, a laptop, a computer. Mm-hmm.
1: And I would call it QE, wouldn't I, with my overzealous uh, way? I would probably, I'd, yeah, yeah.
0: I would say circumstance because, and you know, coincidence because, but also there is some cause and effect in here. There's some causality, and what it is is. It was running fine and doing it on its own, and then you decided to send somebody in there or you yourself got in there mm-hmm. and decided to, you know, tune it up. Mm-hmm. Tinker with it. Yeah. threw it, it off. Yes. Yeah, And it's like, don't, if it ain't fixed, don't broke it.
1: Something like that.
0: Yeah, whatever. Um, That's what happened. Because I've had that happen multiple times where I was like, this air conditioner's been running for like, you know, two or three years, totally fine, or this computer's been totally fine for two or three years, just leaving it on. Let me try something different. And then like a day later, it's like, yes. oh, it's... You throw it out of its rhythm.
1: Yes. So I don't actually think, I don't think the gentleman that came over sabotaged the furnace. But I think that him messing with it did do something to the furnace.
0: I absolutely agree with that. I think it was unintentional, not sabotage, unintentional, you know, destruction. (laughs) Not destruction. What's the word for that?
1: Unintentional sabotage works. Yeah. That's what
0: sabotage implies, implicitly means there's an intent.
1: I know. So unintentional sabotage. Is that a, is that a, um. Is that a band name, do you think, or not really?
0: That's nah, a little too wordy. Yeah. A lot in your mouth. Uh,
1: so I think that if we would have left the furnace alone, yes, it would have eventually died, but maybe not three weeks later, and we were not a, prepared to shell out that kind of cash. So
0: Right, and maybe it would have been in the summertime when you would have been like, ah, oh, we can let this go for a month.
1: Yes. So yeah. we, that happened... But not in January. Not in January. Fortunately, it was actually quite mild. And so one space heater kind of did the trick two space heaters i guess did the trick to keep the house warm i was shocked
0: that's that's pretty good then because that would not have happened here even i i couldn't heat my house with two space heaters in the winter time and it's not even remotely cold here really
1: yeah but you have two levels and one of yours i believe is a loft so you you there's a lot of air to heat if you're going to go upstairs
0: yeah well there's a lot of hot air in this house i give you that <laughs>
1: Um, let's see. And the other, the other week that we had to miss was because of me, um, the Hall of Famer sustained a concussion and, uh, I had, and so she could no longer drive. So I had to take her to an appointment for her knee surgery. So there's a lot been going on this year so far in 2019. (laughs) Yeah.
0: We, we have packed a year's worth of stuff into a month. Yes. Yeah.
1: So, um. That's about all that's happened in 2019. Concussions, surgeries, new furnace, although I think that was still in 2018 at the end of December. Can't remember.
0: Yeah, it, for, for our I purposes of, yeah, our purposes it counts because, you know.
1: Yes, it counts.
0: On the calendar year, it may be in two different years, but in podcast years, we're still in season two.
1: That's right. Well, yeah, though we may um, want to start season three here.
0: Really? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's all arbitrary anyway.
1: <laughs> that's true life
0: in general it's just all arbitrary
1: <sighs> anything else this week for you in week in review
0: um no because if i talk about the country i will never i will never stop talking and yelling yeah well that's and I'm a not given. in the yelling mood yeah
1: that is a given that is just ridiculous
0: yeah, we better um, we better
1: cut that. Off. We better cut this off right now before we do start ranting.
0: Probably. I uh, went to a brewery. Oh, I'm just saying stuff as it comes to my mind. Oh yeah,
1: you remember. sent you tweeted that out. Um, mm-hmm. and I said all I wanted was brandy for a hot toddy because that was the first day of my cold. I do remember ah, this. Yep. Yeah. And you performed at, a, and how did that all go?
0: That was great. It was fun. It was a good place. We'd like to go back there again. Uh, and I mean we will, but um. Other than that, just doing holiday stuff, which takes up forever, you know, time. It's fun and good, Mm -hmm. and you get to spend time with your Mm family. But, um, you know, and then working on uh, books and CDs and baseball cards and large size canvas prints, portraits.
1: Are you going to give an update? Do you want to give an update right now to where you're at with the album release?
0: I will say that there will be an email going out or will have already gone out by the time you hear this uh, to anybody who backed the Kickstarter uh, with some updates on uh, dates and stuff. And there will be audio available to those people uh, as soon as next week.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Not quite December 11th, but you never said that. in, in-
0: <laughs> Oh, no, I never. I I vehemently disagreed with that, if <laughs> yeah. you remember.
1: I do. I do remember. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So. So
0: yeah, it's uh, it's done.
1: Congratulations. It's done.
0: The audio CD and the artwork for it is done and been has already been submitted. So, um, it's going to take a while to get the physical CDs made and shipped out to everybody and the shirts and everything. We're working on that now. Um, for the physical stuff, I would say expect that late February, early March at this point. But audio digital digital versions of the audio should be available next week.
1: Very cool! Congratulations. I'm still
0: not giving a date.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't give a date. Um, by before we end this segment, let's let's um acknowledge we we mentioned the government, the the yes. folks that might listen to this that are furloughed or are considered essential and working without pay. Yes, both of you, all of you, um, multiples. Our thoughts go out to you. Hopefully, At least this three that ends I know of. soon.
0: Yes, it's and ridiculous. hopefully
1: this podcast will help because I know Pat Patrick Moffat has tweeted us and saying where is I need something on this furlough so here you go
0: yeah sorry we let you down for a month of whatever we were doing
1: yeah (laughs) okay let's give my voice a break before we move on
0: alright this is a song of words about a quiz that I'm singing that should end what this segment is okay I'll tell you it's a, a
1: quiz. quiz. What do we know? Well, yes, it is a quiz. And uh, let's start this quiz out. Let's introduce this quiz with a tweet from our quizmaster, Bob Walsh, at Adadiah. Mm-hmm. So this, this tweet was in response to, uh, I, think a, I think it was the Christmas movie map. I think we were, talking about, we were talking about the state of Delaware, and one of us asked if Delaware was in New England. Bob Walsh says... <laughs> one of us? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was me, but, you know. Who's counting? Or who's keeping track? Bob Walsh. OMG! Two exclamation points. Is Delaware part of New England? There is a U.S. states quiz in the queue, which I was concerned was too easy. Concerns vanquished! Exclamation point. So... He doesn't think yeah. we'll nail this quiz that he has written.
0: Yeah, he doesn't have much confidence in us.
1: He he doesn't. or specific, I don't blame him. I don't think it was me that said that, asked about Delaware.
0: I think I immediately then said, no, it's not.
1: Oh, okay. So yeah. for a little more information, Bob Walsh has condensed quizzes. He has changed his format from 10 questions to 5. And he is now calling these Quizlets. Quizlets. Quizlets or Quizlets, however you want to pronounce that.
0: Sure. Quiz Quizzes.
1: this is quizlet number one and quiz number one it the the I'll just read what he writes name the state. This will be fun. determine the identity of the u s state based on the three clues provided. Then he says it might help to have a map of the United States in front of you, probably a more enjoyable podcast for the listeners without <laughs> um, <laughs> so actually I don't have a map in front of me but I, I take. I do have a map in front of me. I have my Christmas present from my brother. Did you see me? Did you see this when I tweeted this out? The map that my brother made me of the Major League Baseball? Uh, Yes. And so he made it on his laser printer. And I have that hanging in front of me. So I have reference. It does not, the states are not labeled, but at least I have that in front of me. Yeah, cool. That was such a great gift. He nailed it. I mean
0: it. He I, nailed it together. Was it made out of wood?
1: Uh, it is made out of wood. Yeah.
0: So but he nailed no, it together. But no, he didn't
1: nail it. He used he printed it on his laser printer.
0: He, so he printed it.
1: He printed it. He
0: really printed that one.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, we don't. We do a is name that like exchange. A Twilight thing? I
0: you don't do a, know a name exchange. You changed your name?
1: No, we do a name exchange for Christmas. So so I should was, call you Tim now. No. Uh. Tim, I don't know who got Tim's name, but my brother drew my name, and so I got the lucky laser printed gift. It was awesome.
0: So his name is KJ now?
1: Yes, and I, my name is Eric.
0: Oh, okay. Shout
1: yeah. out to my brother, Eric, who is not listening to this.
0: Nice to meet you, Eric, and thanks for listening, or not listening, <laughs> KJ.
1: Yeah. Okay, so let's go on to number one.
0: So he printed it with a 3D laser printer, right? Yes, That's he designed
1: saying? it, and mm-hmm. it's. I, yeah, it was I'm cool sure it. it's a whole lot more work than I think it is. Um, and then he, the, then he gave little magnets with the logos of MLB teams that I can put up on the map corresponding to the ballparks I've been to. It's really great. Cool,
0: And no nails involved.
1: Uh, except for to hang it. Yes. I have to oh, hang cool. it, you you to hang it on it.
0: Hmm.
1: Okay. So number one, again, name the state based on the, we're just naming clues the state provided. based on the clues. Okay. So number one, the first, the first clue is Bruce Springsteen sands the e street band <laughs> the second hint, the second clue, is a panhandle state. So I would say no to the New Jersey. And Florida. The third one is Cretan to a Buffalo native. New York. No.
0: So I mean, it's a different one for each clue, right? No, different same state? state. Oh, these are all referring to one state.
1: Hmm. So Bru- Bruce Springsteen, Sands, the E Street Band. No, because look at the third clue. Creton to a Buffalo native. Creton is Creighton, which is in Nebraska. The Buffalo native is Phil's mom from the TK show. Hmm. Um, Bruce Springsteen sands the E Street Band. I suppose that would be the album Nebraska.
0: Okay. What does the panhandle got to do with it?
1: I don't know. Is Nebraska a panhandle state?
0: I've never heard it called that.
1: I haven't either. But the other two things to me point to Nebraska. New York and
0: Florida and New Jersey.
1: I'm saying Nebraska. Okay. Okay, number two. A corp corporate headquarters of bio Six. Bio Have you ever seen that before? Never heard of it. B I O D E S I X. Bio D Six. Second clue, a stargate is located here, there. A stargate is located there. And the third clue, the northeastern state of the four corners. Okay. Well, I know that. I don't know the first two.
0: I'm going to say... I um, do know
1: the four corner states.
0: Corporate headquarters. Is that in like a movie? That's probably in a movie or something.
1: Well, northeastern state of the four corners, that's what I'm going to stick with. So the that's four Colorado. corner states are Colorado, yeah, Utah, New Mexico, and Arizona, I think. Mm-hmm. And northeastern would be Colorado. Correct. But I don't know, what, what does it Stargate mean? I don't know what that is.
0: Well, is he talking about the movie Star, like with Kurt
2: Russell?
1: I don't know that movie.
2: Yeah, I don't either.
1: I don't know what bio D6 is either. Okay, right. but I but based on the third clue, I'm going to go with Colorado.
0: Yeah. Two for two.
1: Number 3, the clear broth chada. Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> Second clue, last to ratify the constitution. Third clue, the longest official state name. Massachusetts. Sure. Right. I think we yeah, nailed that Isn't
0: one. it like the Commonwealth of Massachusetts?
1: Is that the name of the state, the
2: official name? I have no idea. Okay. I don't know. But chowda. Chowda. How do you say it? Um, Soup.
1: C-H-O-W-D-A-H. Clam chowda. I think I'd do it okay. All right, so number four. First clue. The headwaters of the Mississippi River. Okay, I know this already. Second clue, most of Fargo's action takes place there. Third clue, Jackie Gleason's best movie role.
0: This is your state.
1: Yeah, Minnesota.
0: I'm going to go ahead and say the last one is Georgia without even looking at it.
1: Okay, let's see. First clue, bordered by eight U.S. states and spans two, two time zones. Site no. of the Manhattan Project's east of the Mississippi supplier.
0: No, I know what this is.
1: And the last one, nickname of Thomas Lanier Williams, author of "Cat on a Hot Tin Roof."
0: I thought he was going with names of states of people that listen to this podcast. Uh huh. And maybe maybe there's somebody in Tennessee that listens.
1: Well, my brother doesn't. I don't think so.
0: Maybe that's what it is, though. Yeah. But I was going to say Georgia because number four is Minnesota, so five is it's uh it's it's
1: Tennessee. Tennessee?
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah, it's Nebraska, Colorado, Massachusetts. Um, Minnesota. Minnesota, Tennessee. Tennessee.
1: So I thought you went with New Jersey for number 1. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um I didn't know that Tennessee was bordered by 8 US states, and mm. I didn't know that it spanned two time zones. Bob, yes. you really missed an opportunity here. You should have put Justin Timberlake's home state and I would have nailed this.
0: <laughs> Cuz he's from Memphis, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I think we nailed this quiz. Let's oh, go to the I answers. No
0: we did unless he's got something tricky in there.
1: Number one is Nebraska, Springsteen's 1982 album recorded without the E Street Band. National Geographic ranked Nebraska's Western Extension third among panhandle states based on travel appeal. Hmm.
0: I really didn't know that Nebraska was a panhandle state. I
1: didn't either. Creighton University, which name Phil's mom mispronounces once a year, is located in Omaha. Mm-hmm. Um, nailed that one. Number two, Colorado. Got that one right. BioD6 is a biotech company located in Boulder. BioD6 CFO is known to the littles as RobinEva yeah, on Twitter. Wow. Yeah. The Stargate, featured in the 1994 movie Stargate, you got that one right, right? Mm-hmm. The 1997 to 2007 TV series Stargate SG1 and various sequels and spin offs was located in the Cheyenne Mountain Complex in Colorado Springs. I didn't know that. The Four Corners Monument. Uh, run by the Navajo Nation, is the only place in the U.S. where a person can stand in all four states, New Mexico, Arizona, Utah, and Colorado at the same time. I know that because I've been there and I've done yeah, that. Yeah,
0: well, and technically you can't, st- can you stand in all four? Or could you put like a hand?
1: You and... cannot stand in all four.
0: So Bob is wrong. This quiz is invalid. I Throw have, it out.
1: Um, I have planked it.
0: Yeah, there you go. You I could put, put two you could feet like in one and hands in two feet. Hand, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: That's what I did. Yeah. Oh, we we were incorrect about number three. It's not Massachusetts; it's Rhode Island. Mm. Traditional Rhode Island clam chowder is made with n- neither cream—that's New England—nor tomatoes—that's Manhattan. Manhattan. Concerned, I don't like
0: any of those three things.
1: I don't. I'm not a cre- I'm not a clam chowder fan. Oh no. Concerned that the new constitution gave more power to the most populous states in 1789. Rhode Island citizens actually voted against ratification, but finally came on board in 1790. Official state name, State of Rhode Island and Providence Plantations. Huh. Hmm. Didn't know that.
0: Had no idea. I mean, it's Rhode Island. Who cares?
1: (laughs) Rhode Island, the smallest state in the Union.
0: And least important.
1: I don't know about that. (laughs) Have you Um, ever been there? Rhode Island is on the list of states I have not been to, I don't think. That's... Actually, I. that's not true, because the only states I haven't been to are Alaska. I think that's it. Now, have I spent time in them? No, not really. Just driven through them.
0: But you put feet on soil in the rest of the states. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, I don't remember Rhode Island. It was probably when I was little. I did a lot of traveling with my dad.
0: It's because it's not important. Okay. I really hope somebody listens to this is from Rhode Island.
1: Yeah. Uh, number four is indeed Minnesota. The Mississippi originates at Lake Itasca, situated in northwest Minnesota. And I will add, mm-hmm. I went there this summer, and this is where we went camping. When we did not go to the Boundary Waters, we were at the Headwaters. The Safety had yeah. Excellence came with us. It was a great day. A great yes. weekend. Okay. I've seen pictures. The Coen Brothers 1996 film was set primarily in Minnesota, notwithstanding the title's reference to the North Dakota city. Mm-hmm. Gleason got a Best Supporting Actor nomination for his portrayal of Minnesota Fats in The Hustler, 1961. Yep. And no, I've not heard of that movie.
0: Yes, I actually knew that. Okay. I knew that when he said Gleason's best role, I knew he was talking about him playing Minnesota Fats.
1: I did not. Now, this is the last sentence. The rest,
0: in- The rest of most of this I did not know.
1: Bob says, yikes. In a remarkable instance of QE, this quiz was put to bed on August 15th, two days before the airing of episode 97, in which KJ talks about her camping trip at Lake Itasca. Wow. See, QE, right? Not coincidence. Oh, okay. And lastly, Tennessee. We got that one. Or you did. Only Tennessee and Missouri are bordered by eight other states, but Tennessee also spans the eastern and central time zones. Mm-hmm. Oak Ridge was the production site for the fissionable materials supply to the Manhattan Project.
0: Yes, I have been there. I did research and work there.
1: Oh, I, I don't school, think I've been there.
0: hmm Tennessee... I had to wear these little badges where you walk in and you wear you know, the radiation detector badges, and when you leave, they scan it to make sure you didn't get too much radiation on your body, and that <laughs> makes wow. you feel great to be there yeah. on a regular basis. Yeah, I
1: bet. Uh, Tennessee Williams was the Pulitzer Prize... Oh, I'm sorry. Won the Pul- he was not the Pulitzer Prize. He won the Pulitzer Prize for Cat on a Hot Tin Roof <laughs> in 1955, as uh-huh. well as Streetcar Named Desire in 1948. Stella. Although, although, although he was born in Mississippi and raised in Missouri, Williams gave himself the nickname Tennessee at the age of 28. Tennessee is also the birthplace of Justin Timberlake. But I couldn't find a way to shoehorn this fact into a clue that wouldn't give the answer away. Yeah,
0: Yeah, just like you mentioned, yeah, obviously.
1: Yes. Um, I mean,
0: I, I lived in Tennessee for many years, so it, Tennessee was,
1: you the, knew that. It was super easy. Yeah. yeah. Um, And just an update, Justin Timberlake is back on tour. If you'll recall, he was not touring because he had to rest his vocal cords, and he's back. So I'd like to say welcome back, Justin.
0: Rest his vocal cords. Is that a, uh, is that a euphemism, euphemism? Yeah. for, like, going into rehab or something?
1: I don't think so. I think it was actually what happened.
0: Or I'm just... Sick of being on the road for a while? or Wanted
1: a break? Yeah.
0: I cheated on my wife while I was out on the road, and now I have to go home and be home for a while to make this right.
1: <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to go with the actually had vocal cord issues. Okay. I'm going to believe him this time. Sure. Okay.
0: Suspicious. Always.
1: So I think we nailed that quiz except for Rhode Island.
0: Uh We nailed it like your brother nailed that uh, map together yes. for you. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm.
1: That was fun. Thank you, Bob. It was a nice twist. It was, not, it was di- nice, a nice turn from um, movies that I never get right to geography, which I can sometimes get right.
0: Well, I mean, this wasn't really geography.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, the,
0: headwa- the Mississippi Headwaters and the Four Corners, yes. Yeah. The rest of this was random facts. If you, didn't know,
1: exact, if you did not know where the Four Corners were, you had to have geog- geogra- geographical knowledge to get that one right. Yeah, it's. But we still got Nebraska without knowing it was a panhandle state. Correct. Yeah. Regardless, it was fun. Thank you, Bob. Yes. Or Quizlet number one. Quiz number one. Okay. We've
2: got no qualifications, so here's our
1: recommendation. Okay, so recommendations—we haven't done recommendations for a long time, and I—I'm not sure for what I have to say that this is actually recommendations. It really should just be what is KJ watching this week. I think.
0: Yeah, because it should be what we're what we're watching.
1: Yeah, because I, you know, I watched a lot of TV already, but because I've been sick, I've watched a lot of TV lately. Mm-hmm. Um, this is over the last what four weeks that. I've been watching. I'm just going to tell you what I'm watching, and then you can tell me what you're watching if it's anything. Sure. Most of these are Netflix shows. I shouldn't say what I'm watching. What I have now finished. Body the the bodyguard or bodyguard. It's a Netflix show. Oh, this
0: show. is oh, so this is what you watched.
1: Yeah, this is what I watched. What and, you watched? And actually, one is I'm gonna what tell I'm watching. About it. I'm not going to. you need I'm not going to sing with. Is you to listen my to voice. my
2: words. <laughs> All I'm asking.
1: I'm waiting.
0: I don't know. I don't know. That was your line.
1: I'm not going to do it. My voice. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) I shouldn't be doing it either, obviously.
1: Um, So I'm watching The Body... I watched The Bodyguard, Netflix.
0: Is that the Whitney Houston movie with Kevin Costner?
1: No, no. Actually, that's why I think it's probably just called Bodyguard.
0: Oh. See, I don't know anything about this. Tell me about it.
1: It is... Well... It, it stars, and this won't mean anything to you, but for Game of Thrones fans, it will. Um, King Rob Stark is the lead role in this mo- in this show.
0: No idea who that is.
1: I know you don't. I'm just going to bring this up on Netflix. This is about a bodyguard um, who is protecting. It's a British show, which I love. I love British shows. Okay, so this guy is a war veteran, and, and he now works for some part of the pol- the police force in, I think it's London. I could be wrong about the town. Maybe it's not. What London. war? Um, I think Iraq War, maybe? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. And so he, in the very first episode, he helps prevent a terrorist attack on a train. Hmm.
0: Is this set in present day, then?
1: Yes. Okay and then he and then that it's basically a mystery um there's one of the someone gets murdered and he ha, he's in the middle of it and he's suspected and he has to kind of clear his name and what i like about it is it's not 100% predictable it's it's very entertaining i think it's about 6 episodes they're about an hour each
2: mm.
1: and it's um it's very entertaining and it's it's not predictable which Some things were predictable, but most of it is not predictable. Now, there are a few things at the end of the the final episode where, to me, it's like, yeah, we're going to put a bow on this that don't make a lot of sense, but I can forgive that for a highly entertaining show, which The Bodyguard is. Yeah. Or Bodyguard.
0: So, um, is this like 24, sort of?
1: Well, not, not... Not that each episode is a day or an hour, I should say.
0: Right, but it's sort of like twenty four, and but it but it's set in England or in Europe, so it's like instead of hours, it's no, because he know, plays a bodyguard. Time, dot he, beat time. No, it's not
1: I suppose it's entertaining wise and and um, entertainment wise and um, uh, just being really into the show like you were with 24, or at least I was, maybe, but it's not. He plays a bodyguard of the person who ends up, well, I don't want to give too much away, but he he plays the bodyguard of a high-level official in England, and he ends up becoming a suspect for something. Hmm. And he has to kind of clear his name, but and you're not sure for a while if he's guilty or innocent, although I'm not going to say anymore. It's good. It's good. I like it.
0: okay. So it could be called at 875.88.
1: I don't know what you mean.
0: (laughs) That is a joke that is so inside (laughs) that people will have to research on the internet to figure out what what I'm saying.
1: Okay, good. So I might not be the only one.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) I literally might be the only one who's hearing or saying this that gets that.
1: Okay. So that means it's a good joke. Yes. Best jokes are the ones we only get. Isn't that mm-hmm. a saying somewhere? Probably. I <laughs> okay, mean, you
0: just said it, so it's it's you know, it's a quote attributed to you.
1: Right. Yes. Uh, okay. So the body, our bodyguard, I would highly recommend. That was really good. Now, I
0: um when I hear when I think of bodyguard, I obviously think of Whitney Houston, Kevin sure. Costner, but I also think of the the movie from I think it's the eighties, My Bodyguard. Do you remember that one? No. With uh. What's that guy's name? Adam. Um, he was in Firefly. He played Jane in Firefly.
1: I've Some still never seen Firefly.
0: About. Oh, okay. Well, that's my recommendation. Watch Firefly.
1: Yeah, I need to. I think I...
0: Pretty sure it's still on Netflix. <laughs>
1: Excuse me. Okay. Well, the other mo- the shows I'm watching, and we don't have to get into all of what they're all about if if we don't want to, but this one, I, wa- I shouldn't say yeah, I'm watching. Wanted. I watched. It's called Wanted, and it's like three seasons With long.
0: With Angelina Jolie and um, what's-his-face?
1: No, it's uh, a Professor TV X series. from the
0: young, young version.
1: No, it's a TV young series. Patrick Stewart? No.
0: TV series. Okay, is this another British show?
1: No, it's Australian.
0: Okay, never heard of it.
1: And it is ridiculous. It is... It is entertaining but it is totally ridiculous so these two women are on the run it's kind of it has a Thelma and Louise vibe but it it um they actually didn't do anything wrong to be on the run they're on the run from evil guys and dirty cops so they don't think they're
0: they're two women hanging out together so they're on the run they're on the run for that I mean if you're (laughs) if you view it that's in that what what did Thelma and Louise do did they actually do anything
1: didn't they murder a guy? Or didn't they a guy was trying to rape one of them, I think, and they beat him up or killed him or something outside a bar.
0: As well they should have. But
1: that was when they were on the run to go on I don't remember if they did anything wrong.
0: I'm just I'm making a joke because it's like movies that long ago and before that were like, Oh, these two people are up to no good because they're hanging out together.
1: Yeah. Well that
0: kind of stupid crap.
1: As you might imagine over three seasons. These women do things that are, they, they do break the law in order to continue to be on the run like steal cars and things like that. But while they're on the run, they also solve crimes and they always get away. <laughs> it is, it's, it's entertaining, okay. but it is super dumb and super unrealistic.
0: Well, I can appreciate dumb being entertaining.
1: It's, it's highly entertaining and, yeah, but it's stupid and there's no way, you know, these people, Basically, you watch the episode. Okay, what ridiculous in what ridiculous way are these women going to get away this week? Like, there is no reason that the, the, the law enforcement must be the worst in the world that they can't catch these two. It's well, one I mean, of these Australian. shows. I mean, yeah, yeah. But it's it it's still. I've been
0: gone for a month. I'm here to take shots.
1: <laughs> It was fun to watch when I'm sick. Maybe now that I'm not sick or getting better, you know, then maybe it's not. Maybe it was delusional. <laughs> so you're maybe the I was fever dream may have yes. helped the show considerably. Yes. Yeah, but it's it's three seasons, and I think it's become a little bit of a cult phenomenon to maybe five people. I don't know, but
0: oh, they're not a cult on the show. It's a
1: no, hmm. but these you might
0: say that Firefly is a cult phenomenon, and that's what I'd like to recommend. Firefly, Firefly,
1: okay, on now, Netflix. I'm gonna I think. I've watched a series called Sex Education that just came out on Netflix and we're already done with it.
0: Is this a documentary?
1: No. <laughs> no. The TV, it's actually quite entertaining. Is this porn? No. it's It uh, takes place in somewhere in England, I think. Of course. And the only actress that I recognize, actor or actress that I recognize in this is Gillian Anderson. Really? Mm-hmm. She plays she the... a
0: psychiatrist.
1: She does. She plays yes. a sex psychiatrist. Sex, because um, that's
0: her move.
1: Yep. She does play that, and her her son. <laughs> her son is the main character, and his high school buddies, and um, basically they figure Wait, out. Go ahead.
0: Is she sexually educating his high school buddies?
1: No. She she runs her own practice through their house, but over the years he has picked up on things, and now he's quite good at it. So he and another girl. Um, the main focus of the main plot of the show is that they run this sex clinic at the high school and give out advice and make money. So they're basically, you know, they're running a sex clinic where they have no um, sex clinic, lo- sex advice a, clinic. Okay, let's do that.
0: An unethical, yes. uncredited, no degrees doctor's office.
1: Correct. It's, it's just a, a clever way to um, basically talk about a high school.
0: I'd like to, for you to each of these shows to give me how many ranches out of five you would rate them, um, and you let that scale be anything you want it to be.
1: The bodyguard gets five ranches. Okay. Wanted gets three, two watches, two ranches out of five. Sex education gets four watches, or ranches. <laughs> and the next show <laughs> is a show called Dairy Girls, D E R R Y.
0: Oh, I thought you—I was going to make a milkmaiden No, no.
1: And uh, shout out to Mike from Burke, Virginia, who told me to watch this show. I have not laughed so hard at a show for quite a while. Mm, okay. It's a show that takes place. They're twenty-three so it's minutes a, long. It's a
0: it's a hour-long serious drama.
1: No, <laughs> twenty-three minutes, six episodes only. So far, all of these shows are on Netflix. By the way, Dairy Girls takes place in Northern Ireland during in the nineties during the. Um, IRA and the re- the resistance and all of that, the bombing and all of the war that was happening in Northern Ireland and Ireland in that time, mm-hmm. in the nineties. So it's Irish and the is the accent is the accents are lovely. I just think it's it's a very funny show. Well, I mean, again, it takes place in the high school. It, it's a high school, it's set a Catholic in high, Ireland
0: high school, and it's Irish people. Then they're not really accents.
1: They're, well, they're speaking English, so their English accent is. Quite funny. I mean, I like it. Well, I mean... You, not funny. Just different from the way I speak.
0: Well, when you hear people in America speak, you don't say they have an American accent if they're from America and they're speaking English. <laughs> I mean, it's,
1: No, but I would say not, they have an English... They have an Irish accent speaking English.
0: Right, but they wouldn't say themselves that they have an irish accent unless they they were talking to somebody who wasn't in ireland and wasn't speaking absolutely but they're not the
1: one that's recommending the show i am
0: yeah but you didn't create the show
1: no i didn't no it's not
0: i it's a it's a comedy then
1: yes and it takes place in a high catholic high school all girls catholic high school and it's very funny
0: cool how many ranches out of five uh four Four ranches out of five. You could have gone halves, too, you know.
1: I could have. Four and a half. Yeah. I'd go four and a half with this one. Nice. And.
0: I was assuming that five ranches out of five minutes as bad as the ranch.
1: No. Well, that's why, you know, you said I could do whatever I wanted. Yeah. I would say it's just, this much better so, than the ranch. Yeah.
0: So you're saying it's the opposite. So zero ranches would have been ranch level. Five would mean yes. it's actually yes.
1: good. Okay, go. Yeah. And it, they have. It, they have movies or uh, they have music from the nineties on that show, so they actually played the song "Informer." I hadn't heard oh, that song forever. By Snow. Yes, by Snow, and they played Vanilla Ice's "Ice Ice Baby." So, um, you know, it just okay, brings I'm, you I back can't to the nineties. No, you'd I like know. it. I think you'd <laughs> no, like it. It's I don't funny. I do not think I
0: can watch this. The music is good. It would kill me.
1: Well, it, they don't play the whole song. They just take it. it. They use it in a comic way.
0: Oh, that are they making fun of the music?
1: I think they are. Yes.
0: You know, that would be okay. okay Do they now have the, Vanilla Ice's love, love, love mm, rap song? Because uh, I'm in love, girl.
1: The Havanaroni? No. Because that one was kind of... I think of, it's
0: called I'm in love, girl, or something like that. You, you just look it up on YouTube.
1: I, I, know, I know the song you're talking about.
0: It's in the middle of it when he calls her on the phone and is doing the Uh uh-huh, girl. Yeah. I, I'm
1: not <laughs> it's looking it's that It's the up genesis
0: of a, of a Diane Kruger effect song, basically.
1: That yeah, I remember that one. I'm in love, girl.
0: Yeah, that's terrible. It's
1: um, just awful. And the last show that I'm watching, now this is currently watching because it's, a, it's not a bingeable show because it comes out weekly. It's on HBO. It's True Detective Season 3.
0: Okay. I haven't seen any of those.
2: Um, Scoot McNary's in it.
1: Really? The dude from Halt and Catch yeah. Fire. He's not the main character, Mahersha Ali is, and he's fantastic, and I've only watched two episodes, and he's just fantastic. Cool. But it's, so far, what I'm seeing is it's very good, but it's also very similar to season one. Same, almost the same plot, similar plot, uh, but I still think I'll like it. And you're watching, or what are you watching? You a recommended Firefly, but you're watching um, something, aren't you?
0: I would say for for watched... For the watched portion of this recommendation section, Mm -hmm. I would say Firefly. Okay, and for the watching Mm -hmm. and also watched, I would say The Office is what I am watching right now. Oh, are you
1: rewatching it? it. That for
0: like the third time?
1: That's awesome. I, I'd like to that. that No, speaking of rewatching, apparently it's the twentieth anniversary of The Sopranos. Sopranos, so rewatch that. Although I I just watched it, so I don't need to rewatch it yet.
0: Yeah, I will be watching that again soon probably after i finish the office
1: cool so there we go with those are what we are watching and what we watched this week
0: and also what i've already previously watched before and i'm watching again
1: and i can't give true detective a ranch scale yet because it's not complete
0: is there a like a preliminary so it's incomplete ranches out of five
1: correct okay
0: Makes i sense.
1: can predict that it's going to be at least a four
0: well, I mean, it may take a turn. It may. I mean, yeah. It could be, it could turn into Westworld.
1: It could. I could not which, get through any. I oh I watched gosh, season one and I'm like, no, I can't do this.
0: I liked season one and then that show went off a cliff.
1: I never watched season two.
0: I never did either. Yeah. I watched like five minutes of it and went, nah, I'm out.
1: Yeah. I didn't watch any of it. I determined after the end of season one that this was not the show for me.
0: I would suggest. For if you're interested in Westworld and you hadn't seen it, watch the very first episode and pretend it's a like short movie, like it's like 75 minutes long or whatever Because I think it's an extended episode, and don't ever watch any of the stuff after that. That first episode is awesome.
1: Yeah, the first episode was good, and I was perfect excited for it. It could have the, ended there, and then they ruined it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's Christopher Nolan's brother, so oh, I didn't I know feel that. Obligated to watch it, yeah, Jonathan Nolan. Who wrote a, Who helped write co-write a bunch of his stuff with him. So I watched it for that and was like, uh, nah, nah, I'm out. And when I heard season two was not as good as season one, I'm like, Ugh.
1: Yeah, there's no reason to keep going.
0: No, but that very first episode, that pilot premiere, whatever you want to call it, is great.
1: I agree. It was good.
0: So that's what I recommend. Okay. Watch The Office again. Watch The Sopranos again. Watch Firefly. Again, I've watched Firefly like three times. It's only like 13 episodes. Um,
1: Which is a lot nowadays. What? Nowadays, it's a lot. A lot of these shows are six to eight episodes nowadays.
0: No, I'm saying Firefly, the entire run of it is only like 13. There's no seasons. There's one season. That's it. It got canceled. It stupidly got canceled. Um, So I'd watch that and then, you know, the first episode of Westworld.
1: Perfect. There you have it. Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no
0: or yes. It's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do
1: we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Um, no.
0: Hey, what's up? It's a podcast and you're listening to it. That's pretty much goes for most people at some point. I think it's a saying that Somewhere in the world, there's always someone listening to or and/or recording a podcast. I mean, I feel like there would have to be with the number of podcasts that are out there. If you'd like to reach this podcast, it's at Speak Tangents on Twitter or Speaking of Tangents podcast at gmail dot com. If you'd like to email us, we'd love to hear your feedback, and we might read it on the show. I mean, not this show because that would take you know bending space and time. I mean, which. I mean, frankly, I've done enough of lately. So send us something. And be sure to tag it, hashtag SOT on Twitter, whatever that stands for, if you'd like for us to see it. Because we're going to change the way that we're collecting feedback a little bit. I mean, it'll still be just as much nonsense when we read it, but we're trying to streamline, you know, make it more efficient. strategic. Do we have any feedback this year? (laughs)
1: Yeah, we do. We we had quite a bit of feedback over the last four weeks. Most of it came after the last episode, which makes sense. But a few yeah. trickled in o- over the the month. So Lazy stragglers. The, the feedback has been sifted through. I'll read a small sampling from the list. Um, the first one is when I think from when we were talking about Christmas movies based on that Christmas map.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't really we're remember. We're very map
0: centric today.
1: Yeah, we are. Um, I don't really remember, but anyway, it's. I think it was about the uh, or maybe it was a response to. I think Robert Berg started a debate in reply to us that said no, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. So I think maybe no, that's
0: what not talking. Rob. Yeah, Rob would never start a debate on anything.
1: Well, maybe he didn't mean to start a debate. He just said it wasn't a Christmas movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, you can check out Twitter if you want to get in on that thread, but. Uh we I do have one tweet I'm gonna read here that I pulled out because I actually used the that tweeter's logic to classify the movies I watched as Christmas movie or no? Based on what oh. he tweeted.
0: Twitter work tw- Twitter Twitter err. Tweeter, Twitter err?
1: I go with Tweeter. Twit? No. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> so this is Mark, the tweeter of which I speak is Mark Schaefer at Marcus. Oh, definitely not. Yeah, A-N-D-R-E-A-S, Andreas, Andreas, D-C.
0: I thought you were talking about just random, some random person.
1: Mark Schaefer. Uh, yes. He says, I'm with at R3T2, which is Robert Berg on this one. It takes more than happening at Christmas for a movie to be a Christmas movie. I propose the following criteria. One, Christmas must be an intrinsic part of the plot. and two Check the movie must have something to say about Christmas. Check. So you're talking about Die Hard. About does Die both Hard. of those. Yes. What does Die Hard say about Christmas to you?
0: It says when your family get together, sometimes you'll be held hostage and you got to get away. <laughs> and if people don't get that at Christmas, they don't really have enough family yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay.
0: Um, See, I mean, any of this stuff can be interpreted in any way. And to be honest, it doesn't matter. If it's a Christmas movie or not. I, in my heart, it's a Christmas movie. That's in right. In their yeah. hearts, it can, yeah. I, it can completely, I completely get why people say it's not a Christmas movie. And it's, it's, a, it's the unanswerable question.
1: And neither is wrong.
0: I agree. Except they're wrong.
1: Yeah. So I had homework to watch Christmas movies, which I did. And I used this criteria to determine if they were Christmas movies. Now, I I think the only one that I I can't remember, and I tweeted about it already, so I'm not gonna go into it that much. But I think the apartment was the only one I said is not a Christmas movie. No, actually, I think I also said that Gremlins was not a Christmas movie. Hmm. I don't remember what I said. I don't think so. I
0: don't remember Gremlins. What happens? I remember like the big story beats of that. I don't remember like all the details of that enough to say. On that one.
1: Um, I can't remember anymore any, either. But there, there's a couple. The apartment is definitely not a Christmas movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Gremlins, you could say that, I mean, it takes place at Christmas because in, and Christmas is intrinsic to it because it's a gift. But that could be any other. I mean, you get yes, a birthday gift. Yes. Um, and also, the thing that it says about Christmas is that sometimes you get a gift that blows up in your face and <laughs> yep. causes all sorts of problems. Okay,
1: so it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, but one thing that I noticed about Home Alone, which I did not know before. It's slow. <laughs> well, yeah, I did see what your, your point on that. Kieran Culkin is also in it, not just Macaulay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: yeah.
1: He played the younger brother.
0: Yeah. And who would have thought based on like that time frame where uh, Macaulay was in like that movie and before that he was in like an Uncle Buck and all those that his brother would be have more of a career now than he does in acting.
1: I don't think anybody would have thought that.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: Um, and then the other thing I noticed between the Gremlins and the ref, because I watched them right around the same time. Oh, cool. There's a guy in, in both of them named Murray. And they mm. I think, I swear, it's the same guy.
0: Is this a shared universe?
1: I don't know. They're both named Murray, and it's the same guy. I. Huh. If not, he's very similar looking. I found that interesting.
0: That is interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I need to go back and check that out because you, you know that the people have theories about the, a lot of this stuff, like movies from the like '80s, especially uh, like childhood movies that like movies crisscross over. Because some of them actually do, but like they try to go in and shoehorn stuff to like this is in the same universe as, as this other thing, and this is why it relates and all this stuff. And there's like literally like been thesis papers written about this stuff.
1: Like, do you have an example?
0: No, I do not. Okay. Because I'm not a crazy person. Okay.
1: Oh, and the other thing that I didn't remember, I, I, I really forgot that Corey Feldman was in Gremlins. I might have forgotten that, too. Yeah, he played um, the main character's friend. So, it's kind of yeah, it's fun to go back and see these time movies. since
0: I watched that one. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Enough about Christmas movies. It's so 2018 or something. Um <laughs> So let's talk about Oreos that never go out of style. that that saying? Yes, you're right. Um, Okay, yeah. So a number of people, Jeff Turner, Matthew Vogel, and Sean Morrissey, over Mm -hmm. the period of the four weeks that we've been absent, have sent us a link to something that I think you and I would both probably like, Jason, the DIY hands-free Oreo vending machine. Have you seen this (laughs) on YouTube?
0: Yes, I've seen these tweets, yes.
1: Um, I didn't actually watch the video, but I saw it enough to see the hands-free dispense the sp- dispenser. The guy puts his face up to it, and the Oreo spits into his mouth. Yeah. Um, I think it's totally unnecessary.
0: Yes, I will say my response is, I have two hands.
1: I have two hands. Um, <laughs> yes. I would definitely try this thing, but I don't want to do it myself. Somebody can do it for me, and I'll gladly, you know, try it out.
0: You want to be you want to have somebody else shoot Oreos into your face.
1: No, I want someone else to make me the contraption. I'll shoot my own Oreos in my face. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so speaking of Oreos, Todd Takay sent us a picture of I don't know if it's Oreos newest product, but it's a newer product. The and the most stoof Oreos.
0: Mm-hmm. S G U F.
1: Yeah, and have you did you see the picture? Yes, the, I've seen the picture. The cream is like Fourfold the amount of double stuff.
0: It's too much. Just eat a birthday cake at that point.
1: I agree, it is too much. Um, I think I'd try maybe one or two, but I do think they—it's—they they probably have a little bit too much cream. I think Mega yeah. Stuff actually almost it's has too much. too much cream for me. Oh,
0: it's definitely double stuff is almost too much. the, I, the, the original ratio cookie to cream Oreo is the best ratio. I could see eating a double stuff, the mega stuff i it's too much,
1: yeah, and you know this my, is way too much. you know my stance is double stuff is the perfect ratio, but mega stuff is almost too much, and I can say the most stuff stoof stuff is it's probably way too much. I can't say well, yeah. for sure because I haven't tried it, but I'm going to go out on a live and say no uh,
0: it's it's like it looks like one of those like ice cream sandwiches that that are surplus, yes. you know what I'm talking about yeah. It looks like many versions of that. That's too much. If it's ice cream, that's a different story. Because the ratio of ice cream to cookie, I mean, you need more ice cream. But the cream in the Oreo is – the reason I say the original is the perfect because it's the original. It's the OG. But also, I could see going to double stuff every now and then. And I can actually see going to thins every now and then. I had some thins. I got some thins in a thing for Christmas that I ate. Mm -hmm. And those were actually okay, too. Not as good as the original Oreo. So it's nothing – my my thing with Oreo combinations is you may like some of that stuff, and you may like some of that flavors, and you may like some of that stuff combined. Nothing actually beats the original Oreo, the original regular stuff Oreo. Nothing, in terms of when you stuff. want an Oreo.
1: The did you get your thin Oreos with the record player?
0: Yes, I did. Yeah, that's
1: what I thought. Yes. Um, And speaking of combinations, I forgot
0: to open. I ate all the Oreos before I opened the Oreo record player.
1: Well, I can't blame you there.
0: And now I'm not eating cookies anymore. So
1: you're not eating cookies anymore.
0: I've given up sugar for the present time. At least Uh, indefinitely. Hopefully, indefinitely is my goal. Good for you. Yeah, it's poison.
1: What the the new the new diet or sugar? Sugar. (laughs) Okay. Um. I, you know that I'm mostly sugar-free, except for around the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have two, two new products from Oreo that have been sent to us.
2: Mm.
1: Mike from Virginia sent us a picture of the new dark chocolate Oreos coming sometime this month. Wow. I, I think they'll be fine. I don't have the problem with that. Basically, the cream has got food, uh, food coloring in it to make it dark. That's what I think.
0: It could be a different flavor though. It could be like cocoa. Because I'll say this, like people have told me for years, oh white chocolate is just chocolate. They just don't add the, you know, the cocoa that causes it to the basically to turn colors. And I'm like, no. It tastes different.
1: It's oh way yeah. Different. It does it does taste different, I think.
0: So those white chocolate Oreos, like covered dipped Oreos are that's terrible. It's it's on the level of the, you know, the birthday cake and all those other garbage cherry cola oreos combinations
1: i don't think i know covered dip oreos have we talked about that before
0: i don't know they were in this pack with the record player is the first time i've seen them they're like dipped in white they're completely surrounded in white yeah i
1: don't think i'd like that
0: oh they are so terrible you can't first off you can't pull them apart because it's sealed in chocolate
1: oh well then i definitely you know how i eat my oreos that wouldn't work for me
0: If I want a hunk of chocolate, I'm going to get a hunk of chocolate and eat it.
1: I understand.
0: I'm not. So it's 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 just terrible.
1: So would you want to try these dark chocolate Oreos? No, I think they I think they'll be okay. I'm okay with that because it's chocolate. I'm sticking. It might actually be too much chocolate though.
0: I'm dancing with the cookie that brought me.
1: Okay. Now there's Which one is more. The original
0: Oreo. A few Go people,
1: ahead. my friend Sarah sent this to me. A few other people I can't remember. I I, I wouldn't call
0: these people friends.
1: And and Jamie, last name redacted at Honeycrisp, tweeted us. Know what's delicious? These. Know who's awesome at Burke E A N Beer, who is Mike from Burke, Virginia. Just try mm-hmm. them speak tangents, two exclamation points, and that is carrot cake Oreos.
0: Oh no. Mm-mm.
1: And and my first reaction when my, my friend Sarah texted these to me was gross.
0: But then yes. as I
1: think about it, I love carrot. It's got cream cheese frosting. I love cream cheese frosting. But carrot cake. I don't think I'd there like is the way. There's nobody that
0: says I prefer carrot cake to other kinds of cake. Carrot oh, cake. Oh, not true. terrible. Pe-
1: people love their carrot cake. Now, a carrot cake without frosting, no thank you. But carrot cake with cream cheese frosting? I might pick that over regular cake if I have a choice. Well, then
0: just eat. Say you like cream cheese frosting and put it in you know, like a good cake.
1: That's well, yeah. I guess it would be okay.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying I like cream cheese frosting. Carrot cake is garbage.
1: <laughs> I would take. I would taste these. Are I have I have done a 180 on this after I've thought about it more. So Sarah, if you're listening, sorry I reacted too soon when I wrote yuck. I think I'd try these before I'd mm. say yuck.
0: Mm-mm. I, I will say this, there's only two cakes that I can think of off top of my head that are worse than carrot cake. Okay. And that's Root carrot cake? cake with a, no, carrot cake with a f- coconut frosting and carrot cake with raisins in it, which I've seen people make before.
1: Yeah, carrot cake with raisins is an absolute no. Um, carrot cake with coconut frosting, I don't think I've, I'm aware of. Nope. You mean coconut shavings on the top of regular cream cheese frosting?
0: I mean, yeah, well, however you make coconut frosting, I don't maybe you've never seen something frosted with coconut,
1: yeah, but not it's carrot like so much cake.
0: coconut mixed, yeah, I have
1: oh, maybe I have yep, I have
0: carrot cake is the trash fire of cakes
1: when you yes, when you have carrot cake that does not have cream cheese frosting, I don't want it, and if it looks like carrot cake and, or cream cheese and you've fooled me, i'm really mad
0: yeah that's what a, that's what I'm saying yeah. coconut frosting, yeah. but the thing the thing is just eat cream put. Put that good frosting on a better cake. There's cakes that are so much better than carrot cakes.
1: I understand what you're saying. I'm okay with carrot cake. I think that's fine. Ugh. Pumpkin bread, cream cheese frosting, I'll take it. Pumpkin cake, nah. I'll take it.
0: I ain't eating pumpkin cake either.
1: So you, you would put fruit cake ahead of carrot cake? Yes. Fruit cake. Yes. Wow, you really do hate carrot cake.
0: I've never eaten any of them, but hey. Okay. But here's my problem with carrot cake. Fruitcake knows what it is, and fruitcake is like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not an actual cake. I just have cake in my name. I'm like a, like a, like a bundt cake, which is not really a cake to me. Well, there you're gonna be a cake. You got to have frosting.
1: Bunt cake has frosting.
0: Never that I've seen. That must be a North versus South thing.
1: It's just, a, it's not frosting that covers the whole thing. It's just like a strip of frosting, a decorative strip all the way around. Nice little That's, spot in the middle.
0: When I'm eating a cake, I'm not interested in decorating.
1: I understand it's it's not enough frosting. I've seen for them me. With, a
0: gla- with, with a glaze Look, or a light basting. The, no, the, I'm talking about an actual cake. If I mean something called a cake, it needs to be a cake.
1: The bottom line for cake for me is cake is just a conduit for me to get my frosting. Really? See,
0: nah, I disagree.
1: I I rarely have tasted cake without frosting that I could say, "Let's scoop all the frosting off and just eat the cake." It's all right, about but the I frosting.
0: No, it's not because I wouldn't eat just the frosting either because that's disgusting.
1: I would. I can't see, eat very much anymore, but I c- will still. I always want the corner cake. That's corner like piece. eating.
0: That's like eating the cream out of the Oreo and throwing the cookies away. Well, I have done that. We'll see. That's where we will have to agree to disagree yeah. because there is a fundamental thing that it's the combination of those uh, that cookie and the cake, just like cookie and the. And the filling, just like the cake and the frosting, one does not work as well without the other. And why would you eat one when you could have something that's much better?
1: Well, most of the time, I do not throw the wafer away, but I have thrown the wafer away, and I do like some cake. We all have our slip ups. Yeah, (laughs) I just don't. The cake has to be exceptional for me to 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 say I don't. I just don't. I just only like the frosting. Like I, I, there is some cake, carrot cake is up there. It tastes good to me. The carrot combination with the cream cheese frosting.
0: I disagree. Yeah, it doesn't taste good to me. I it's it's the thing of if you're gonna eat cake without frosting, you might as well just be eating bread. And if you're gonna eat frosting without cake, you might as well just be eating a bag of sugar. So <laughs> yeah, I mean well, it's it true. works it works when it's together. And why would I want to take? Why would I say I'm gonna eat this? inferior cake with this frosting that I like, just put the better frosting on a better piece of cake.
1: I have scooped the frosting off of cake and just eaten the frosting before.
0: Well, I mean, I did when I was seven years old, yeah. but I mean... I still do it. <laughs> See, I can't do that anymore. I can't do very can't much do it. of
1: it anymore. So we were agreed to disagree about carrot cake, but we also agree to disagree about eating carrot cake Oreos. I will try one, you will not.
0: Oh, no. The cherry cola is the last combination one I'll ever try.
1: Yeah, I don't blame you. That was a bad one. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll end this Oreo talk, we'll end the feedback from this week with uh, Quizmaster, a tweet from our Quizmaster, Bob Walsh at I He says, I try not to get involved, and this is from January 3rd, this tweet. I try not to get involved in the food discussions, but here is my used-to-be youngest daughter, a teacher in China, doing her best, oh, yeah, I saw this. her best Fiona imitation and showing off the latest Oreo flavors available in Nanjing, buffalo chicken and wasabi. Nope. <laughs> and he sends a picture of his used-to-be youngest daughter, who is holding the two packages of Oreos and making the face of her sister, Fiona, when Fiona posed in her prom dress with Oreos. Yes. <laughs> and buffalo chicken and wasabi are hard no's for me. No way Mm-mm. will I try those.
0: Mm-mm. Have you ever eaten wasabi?
1: Yes, I have. I like wasabi just fine, but not on an yeah, Oreo. Okay. Oh, not no. as an Oreo flavor.
0: And buffalo chicken does not seem to go with Oreos at all to me.
1: No. No. But I appreciate the... this um, Bob's daughter's impression.
0: Oh, yes. And it's funny to me that we have gotten submissions from China now which is hilarious. Yes, it's great. That's great. Um, um did you try Oreos with nacho cheese? No. You got to try it. That's actually good.
1: The problem is that I think I'd like it and then then I have another snack that I don't need to have.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, in a couple of months when you when we've both given up on our no low sugar yeah. eating better eating healthy. We'll try we that. We can eat some yeah, Oreos and nacho cheese.
1: Yeah. Now we we have before we close the feedback we have an announcement about feedback.
0: Yes. Um our
1: feedback intern is leaving us. This is the last week in fact. So help me out, what are we going to do with feedback? How are we going to move forward? Um I actually forgot I don't what remember. I actually forgot what we talked about. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs>
0: So if you're out there and you're interested in compiling, you know, five to ten tweets a week or yeah. every couple of weeks for Seven us to tweets. Put together, Seven tweets is what we, yeah. we decided. Yeah. Seven and a half. Um if you'd like to do that, then send us some feedback and let us know.
1: Yeah. Email us at speaking of tangents, G, G, no, speaking of tangents podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> let us know if you want to become our feedback compiler. Our feedback friend. We'll uh, think of a better name than that. Feedback friend, it works.
0: Feedback friend is pretty good. <laughs>
1: um, and it doesn't, have, it could be, if you're interested, if, you, if we get a bunch of people interested, we'll have a feedback friend, a new feedback friend every week. If we only yeah, have we'll
0: one. We'll have a lazy Susan of feedback yes. friends.
1: Yes. So this is important for the feedback people who are, if you, if you don't want to compile, that's of course fine. If you want to leave us feedback, still tweet us at speak tangents, but then also it has to have the hashtag SOT or the feedback friend will not be able to find it. There you go. And I think you can, I have been told that you can do a hashtag on Facebook. So if people still want to reach out to us on Facebook, you can use a hashtag SOT and the compiler will be able to find it. the friend, the feedback friend. If we don't have anybody that's want to do that, then may, you know, we won't have feedback. That easy
0: the social media strategist
1: yes so if anybody wants to do that for us send us an email let us know and um we'll keep you know like we said seven tweets and then you can just send us those and we'll, we'll we can figure out the logistics later but we're yeah, asking for a little us, help don't
0: just send us seven tweets from you
1: right that's, try that's to keep the variety what... like we do we can get into the logistics if anyone's interested. Just email us. Yeah. Thank you, because we, we could use your help.
0: We could always use help.
1: Absolutely. Oh, and I do have one Hall of Fame correction, and it's a big one. It's huge. Okay. Uh, this is way back when I was telling you we had game night, and we played that silly game called Happy Salmon.
0: Oh, the one where you're slapping each yeah. other? Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: And I said, four people were playing Happy Salmon. I was corrected. There were six of us playing
0: oh, okay, yeah, yep. that's huge vital. correction, yep mm-hmm. okay yeah. that's it: Oh, and by the way, if you if you're interested in producing this podcast, <laughs> let me know <laughs> for free
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, yes, for free, as well as the the interns weren't paid, and neither will the feedback friend for free. There
0: you go. And production pal is what I'd call it. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's all I got. I'm surprised my my voice held out.
0: I'm the one who my voice gave out at the end.
1: That's because you were singing songs about... I don't even remember what it was about.
0: Hey, give me some respect. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye.
1: Bye. Speaking of tangents is brought to you by KJ Onsted and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onsted. Created by KJ Onsted and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onsted and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. Our feedback friend this week was. Well, no one, because that won't start until next week. But speaking of friends, I want to give a shout-out to my two new best friends. Bourbon and Ricola! For getting me through these last three weeks. I love you both. Graphics by Jason Fuse. I love snow peas. And I love you.